0: Chapter 17 of the Story of Manhattan by Charles Hemstreet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 17 Concerning the Negro Plot. The citizens were so far from being pleased when they learned that Rip Van Dam was not to act in the governor's place that, for a time, it looked very much as though there would be a riot. There was a member of the assembly named George Clark and when his fellow members chose him for the place that Rip Van Dam should have had, there was more grumbling. But as no governor came from England for seven years, Clark looked after the province all that time. He was an easygoing man, who tried by every possible means to make friends. There was one happening in particular by which he is remembered. It was called the Negro Plot. Slaves had been brought to the city, until now there were two thousand of them. The eight thousand citizens were in constant dread, lest the Negroes should some day rise up and revolt. Early in the spring of the year 1741, several fires occurred in different parts of the city, and the citizens felt quite sure that the slaves had started them. As the hours passed, the idea of a plot grew until it seemed a fact. Then a reward was offered to anyone who would tell of a conspiracy or of anyone concerned in one. Just at this time a woman was arrested for a small theft, and when she heard of the reward, she all at once remembered that there had been meetings of Negroes at a small tavern where she had worked. She told of a plan to kill every white person, to set all the Negroes free, and to make one of them king of the city. The woman who told this story was mary burton the tavern keeper his wife and several other negroes were hanged in short order still the fires kept on there were dozens within ten days and among others the governor's house in the fort was burned to the ground mary burton now began a remarkable series of confessions which grew wilder with each passing day Negro slaves accused by her were arrested in numbers. Liberty was promised all who would speak the truth, and speaking the truth was understood to mean giving information of a conspiracy. Very soon, several Negroes were burned at the stake in a little valley beyond the collect-pond. This awful death frightened many, who hastened to cry out that they knew all about the plot. There were some who saved their lives by confessing things that were not true. Many more did not. During the whole long hot summer, the hanging and burning of Negro slaves went on. Late in the year, when Mary Burton had seen every person she had accused arrested, she grew more bold. She sought some new story to tell, and found one in remembering for the first time that white people had been connected with the plot twenty-four white citizens had been arrested when mary burton began to attack prominent townsmen even those who had been foremost in the prosecution of the negroes it was only then realized that the woman's words could not be relied upon she was paid the hundred pounds that had been promised her and she disappeared leaving no trace gradually the fury of feeling against the slaves died away whether there had ever been any real plot, will always remain unanswered. Certain it is, however, that the witnesses on whose words arrests were made were all of uncertain and unreliable character, that the evidence was contradictory, and that most of it was extorted under pain of death. The excitement passed away after a time, and George Clark went on talking finely and managing his own affairs so well that he was growing very rich indeed when his official life came to a sudden end end of chapter 17